Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I wanted to let you guys know Des passed the test as of today. He's been like very strict this week. And um, if everyone's okay, I'd love for you guys to meet him. Tomorrow. That's exciting. He's real. It's just crazy how like long distance you could realize like how much you like actually enjoy the person. The house has no idea about Hannah and Des. Like the real timeline. I get all the info. I know everything. Hannah's playing with fire. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Wow. Okay, so you guys know that typically on Mondays I talk about Bravo and general pop culture. Um, So, wow, what a week it has been for us Bravo fans. Wow. Jen Shaw. Wow. Um, I don't want to get into too much because I feel like, you know, it's been a few days. If you haven't heard my emergency episode where... The Department of Homeland Security and the feds just go off on Jen. Run, don't walk. It's a really fun little trip into the justice system, if you will. Um, I don't want to talk about a whole bunch of stuff because you guys, I feel like if you listen to one Bravo podcast, you probably listen to three or four. And, you know, do you want to hear the same thing over and over again? No. However, let me just add some things that I feel like, as me, Cara Berry, here at Everyone's Business But Mine, I, I'm going to put my special flair on it, if you will. So Friday, 11 o'clock, shout out to Chelsea at Ono oh Bravo on Instagram. She slipped a number into my DMs, giving me access to Jen Shaw's hearing, part two. 
because the first one was so flooded with Bravo fans who were not muting their microphones that they had to reschedule it. So everything, well, I want to say everything was fixed. No, because the first 15 minutes was dedicated to sound issues, echoing, people not being able to hear people and the like. However, this was my first little foray into, um, you know, the real aspects of law. And I feel like I, you know, pretty close to getting my Juris Doctorate. I don't know if like, like, I don't live in California. I'm wondering if maybe I could just like tag team with Kim Kardashian and have us both get a law degree. You know, like she can do the work, but like I can do this stuff, which is to listen on hearings that I think are interesting. Um, but I'm just going to give a few highlights. I did the best I could. I was playing Cara Berry court stenographer um, on Twitter. So if you want to get into everything that I talked about, you can um, find that thread at EBBM podcast on Twitter. But like I said, let me just go through the things that were particularly exciting for me. Okay. Um, so they start off every, you know, once all the sound issues have been figured out. They start off by asking Jen Shaw, Jennifer Shaw, Stuart Smith, are you aware of what you were being charged for? You do have the right to waive um, us formally announcing what your charges are right now, or we can read them out to you. Both of them waived those charges. We all know what they are though. Fraud, fraud. Um, so, gosh, what happened that was so funny? Basically, they both pled not guilty to the surprise of absolutely nobody. Um, mostly what was spoken about were trying to come to terms with the terms that they were given um, for their bail, right? So for both of them, they were out on a million dollars bond. Um, on recognizance, they are both have to put down $250 in like property cash, uh, you know, as collateral, right? In Jen's case, she had to have two people who were financially and fiscally responsible sign on to that. Um, and Stuart only had to have his wife be his financial responsible person. Yes, I did say wife i think we were all shocked of all of all the revelations that came on on that line the fact that Stuart has a wife and two children i think was the most shocking part um so there was some back and forth about like having to put down money what constitutes somebody who's financially responsible the judge got a little spicy it was kind of a real housewives moment where the judge is like asking jen's lawyer how long have you been a lawyer? He said 40 years. And the judge comes back and says, well, then I think you know what constitutes somebody being financially responsible. Work. Okay. Um, that was very funny to me. Um, another thing we all, I think we all knew or maybe like mostly knew, right? That Jen, most of us all knew that Jen's, you know, ski chalet was actually rented and most of us know that she actually rented it from one of brandy over at real housewives of dallas's friends da uh brandy called it out on her podcast with uh the other one 
Stephanie, um, you guys, I'm not watching Dallas this, this season. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> I got to maybe episode three or four and I heard Carrie screaming and I was like, no, enough. I love myself too much to keep going through this. Anyway, so Brandy on her podcast said, oh, you know, I heard that Salt Lake is filming. I heard that one of the housewives is renting a house from my friend. She did not say who, which housewife was renting it. But of course, Jen Shaw told on herself, popped off on social media and was like, bitch, nobody rents her house, blah, blah, blah. I own four properties, this and that. I have an apartment in New York. I just rent this part. I rent a house in Park City for the winter or, you know, whatever her excuse was. Wrong. Incorrect, you guys. Turns out Jen is claiming um, no property. The home she lives in is rented. I don't know if she's currently at the, the chalet but wherever she's living, her name is not on the deed. We'll just put it that way. So I don't know where these four properties in the apartment in New York are. I don't know, girl. Apparently they don't exist. Um, the Another thing was that Jen wanted to be able to continue to make money off of the businesses that she is not, you know, <laughs> getting federally charged for having, right? Um that she claimed to have a fashion company, a lashes company, um, and also income from the show. They were, you know, there's a little bit of back and forth as to whether or not she could still receive monies from those companies. The judge decides, yes, she can absolutely get money from there. AKA Jen, you're cleared to film for the show if you want to. Right. So, um, what else was so interesting to me? Um, Jen's passport expired. The feds picked it up when, uh, they were searching her home, her rented home or whoever's home, <laughs> the home that she's staying in. Um, they, the money's long, you guys, they got big money. So I think they started, I think it's been said that they started, the feds started investigating Jen and Stuart around late, I believe, November of 2019. So really filming, right when they were filming, right? So what they said on this hearing was that Jen and Stuart had several accounts and several shell companies, and they were funneling money through those into offshore accounts. You know, typical scamming, right? One account that they were particular in pointing out was a, uh, it was listed as Mastery Pro Group. And they're saying Stuart is the owner. However, they found several debit cards in Mastery Pro Group's name in Jen's house in her possession, right? There were several large withdrawals made to the account. They collected from that one account over the course of just a few years Five million dollars from one account. One account. Here's the thing that I really wanted to focus on, right? At one point, the lawyer um, in the United States versus Jennifer Sean Stewart Smith, she was the United States part of that lawyer, right? Um, she said, basically, she does not believe that Jen understands the severity of the charges She's not living in reality and that she does not understand how long she could go to jail for. That could not be more clear. So 
to me, this is what we all should be, as Bravo fans, be looking out for and talking about. And I'm hearing rumblings about this now. Um, guys, keep your eyes out for Jen Shaw's Instagram stories. The woman is delusional. Do you hear me? The woman is delusional. Like I said, I'm halfway to a, a Juris Doctorate degree myself. Um, as somebody who will, you know, in a couple more hearings, be able to provide actual legal counsel. I'm just kidding, you guys. I don't don't lock me up, please. Um, would not survive, you guys. <laughs> I just want to say. I can't even watch shows. Gosh, you guys remember that show? Maybe they still do it. I don't know. 60 Days In? Whew. The way I would never make it past that training class? No. Not worth the $1,500 you guys are going to give me to stay in jail and pretend I'm an inmate for 60 days. Not even for fake. You guys, I, I, I know all of you guys think that I'm like a tough bitch and like I'm sassy, you know, classy, bougie ratchet. I would never. I would never survive. I would be like one of those children who Maury made like go to a scared straight program. I would be the one like screaming, crying as you know, the prisoners were beating on those windows saying like, Hey girl, fresh meat. I'd be done. I'd be down on the floor, dead weight. You couldn't get me in there. Okay. Dead weight. Right. Anyway, what am I talking about? (laughs) Um, Oh gosh, you guys, let me, let me just get back. Before we get into her social media behavior, there was a couple of um, reviews or complaints filed with the Better Business Bureau on the um, uh, for Mastery Pro Group. It is so unbelievably sad. These people that were scammed by Jen and Stewart. It. I mean, let me just read a little bit of this. So this complaint is quite long and I, no, I, I'll, I'll read most of it. It's quite long. It's from December um, 8th, 2020. So just a few months ago, you guys, my name is blank. I am 76 years old and have memory problems. So I hope this is correct as I meant it to be, as I mean it to be. In my desire to earn an income from home, I was involved in several companies, all charging me thousands of dollars. It started with a company called Online Education. I made it very clear that I was marginally computer literate and I had a high learning curve because I didn't have any sales experience on or offline. They assured me that they would work with me and that they were going to coach me through selling things online. Some point in our lessons, Lance put me in touch with Mastery Pro Group. They said that they didn't let some students go on this opportunity because our success was their success, and I would need to make a recommendation when I finished. I told them I wanted to do it, but I was concerned about running up my credit card because if I didn't make money pretty quickly, I wouldn't be able to make those payments. Um, he said not to worry about the credit payment. They had plenty of opportunities to move the expenses over to my business account. He said there were three levels. And after talking to him a while, we settled on the middle option for $3,995. I was given Rachel blank as a customer web support service. She talked to me about using the, it start out slash advanced search to access a long list of vendors that might have drop shipping uh, opportunities. I needed to find a sales niche, she said. Frankly, I really didn't have a clue what I would want to sell except something that was legal, moral, and would yield me a reasonable profit. I truly tried to decide on a, quote, niche by going down the list of wholesalers for hours and hours. I just didn't care as long as I could make a profit. 
Honestly, and probably ignorantly, I had thought that they had um, niches and then I was just going to choose one. Rachel wanted me to research suppliers and when I found one that had some products that interested me to go to the website and find products and when I found one to go to eBay, make a comparison with the price that they would charge me and then um, the price I thought I could sell it for. She said I could find three sold items that were the same as the item I found on the supplier site. I should average three prices the item had sold on eBay and then use the eBay fees calculator to see if the amount I got from averaging the eBay sold item compared to the amount the supplier was going to charge me, plus my sales charges, would yield any profit. Anyway, Rachel was less helpful after a while. I told her that I had felt very... I had been very honest about the fact that I'm not familiar with any of the processes and had been led to believe that it would not be difficult, but it was. And due to the fact that I had no experience in any of the selling processes, I was finding it daunting and I had not been able to find a supplier I could make a profit on. She said she would do her best to help me, but people do online selling all the time. She said she had a directory of suppliers, so she was sure we could find at least one supplier with profitable items. Um, So basically... She got screwed over. Her credit core, her credit score went from 760 to 560. Um, her son had to tell her eventually once she was basically screwed out of everything that it was a scam. And yeah, the people stopped uh, contacting her. She was trying to reach out to people. She was setting appointments to have contact with this Rachel lady. Never heard from Rachel again. She says, I was, I feel like I was just dragged through the mud and they, I don't feel they were honest and I was never able to use their system and they were of no real help. They just like, they just like the others made it sound so easy. And really, I think their goal is just to frustrate you until you give up. I never found anything. Their services were useless and I want my money back. After speaking with another company, the owner himself refunded me and agreed I had no business with an online business. And he was quite shocked that anyone would sell me one. That is horrific. That is absolutely horrific. She, um, actually, this lady complained twice, both uh, in December, like I just told you, and in November. Um, No response from the company, of course. (laughs) I guess they're not going to now. Um, So here's my thing. If you go to Jen Shaw's Instagram stories, you will see her for the past couple days she's been doing this reposting people um shout out to christian snow for the um <laughs> he has a, 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 a oh my god like an apparel like a bravo themed apparel called the slut pig shop he made a free gen shirt she reposted that um she is reposting people you know posting videos of her uh with acons locked up okay um videos about how she's innocent um hashtag unarrested um getting a silk press on a thursday right before her uh you know hearing it's bad this woman clearly is like trying to compartmentalize and convincing herself that she exists in a world in which this is completely fake. Uh, fake people are coming after her. You will heal the truth. You'll all hear the truth. Um, it's getting weird. 
for me, you guys. It's getting real weird. I'm uncomfortable with the fact that this woman is not acting like somebody who cares about what it's being alleged that she's doing or has done. I think given the charges against her and how they have really come down with very specific and just for you guys know for you guys to know I read that um the SDNY the Southern District of New York where she's being charged one of the places where she's being charged um they don't play like this is the SDNY is like the places where they're trying to charge Trump like this is not not good for her okay they have a 95% conviction rate okay <laughs> so the Jen Shaw thinks she's going to be in the 5% of those people who get off. Um, not likely, ma'am, especially when they popped a whole bunch of other people. Those people got plea deals. You're in the second wave, sis. Not looking good for you. Not looking good for you at all. Um, the trial will take place in October. The judge did say that it will be taking place in Manhattan. They have several courts. I think he said six courthouses that have been or are, um, you know, capable to handle social distancing and to accommodate social distancing for in-person cases. If you don't think that I'm going to be at Pearl Street on October 18th, you're a liar. Okay. Come hell or high water. (laughs) I will be there. I will be there. Okay, let's move on a little bit of the Kardashian corner, you guys. I mean, episode three, you know, if you're a Kardashian, keeping up with the Kardashians watcher, you know that they like to hit us with a couple solid episodes in the beginning, and then here comes the bullshit, you know? So then we have to watch 30 minutes of Kardashian versus Jenner, um, strong man, what do you call that? Spartan racing in their backyard. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how disgusting it is that, that they could have a full on, like the actual Spartan brand, they could have a full on track in their backyard. That is a lot of space, you guys. Um, what, the, what, the only thing interesting is that, I mean, <laughs> Courtney was pretending like she is like an active, you know, like she's the editor in chief, like she's fucking Anna Wintour over at her blog Poosh. And she wanted to do an article about celibacy. So she, you know, makes her mom and Corey be celibate for two weeks and see how that works. And then they learn the art of Tai Chi, you know, to stay focused. Okay. <laughs> um, what else happened from that? Oh, the girls, Kim and and Chloe, decide to do this like fake, fake out parent trap style thing with Courtney and Scott, and like plan a dinner that they think is going to be for the family. But oh, we're just going to say that we can't come, and like let's just get them together and see where the magic happens. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you so much. Um, don't care. <laughs> I mean, I think like, okay, in my heart of hearts, I don't have a heart, but if I had a heart and that heart had a heart and that imaginary heart of hearts, I do think that Courtney and Scott really have a great chemistry and they really have, like, I would like to see them actually try. I think 
that we're going to see a long, long relationship out of Courtney and Travis. I do, as much as I hate to say that. Because Travis is my boyfriend, you guys. I am extremely sexually attracted to Travis Parker, you guys. And it's been a long-standing thing. This has been happening. This has been my truth since probably 12 or 13, okay? 35 now, so not going to quit at this point. Um, What else? Is there anything? Oh, you guys, are we watching Floribama Shore? This season, I just want to commend... The cast of Floribama Shore and MTV, they got it right. They've got it absolutely right. With Floribama, if you guys don't watch a show, like, everything that you are used to out of, like, the excitement that you got from Jersey Shore, it's just incredible to me that they are able to find a group of, like, Gen Z uh, people that are willing to be vulnerable and themselves and to kind of live out loud and it they just don't seem like super affected by the fact that they're on a tv show you know what I mean like they're not really trying to produce a show they're not trying to be stars they're not trying to be famous they're just like people from the south who got together who drink way too much (laughs) and you know, let's see what happens. I just love that these people just really don't have any airs about them. And that's what really makes a good MTV reality show. I don't want anybody getting too big for their britches over at MTV. Okay. You know, it's like a humble situation. Like if you're on a TLC show, if you're on a WeTV lifetime um, MTV reality show, just, just know that like, it's probably not you know, probably, probably not going to work out for you. So just take the money, be yourself, have a good time. And then, you know, three years later, you're going to be shopping at the Whole Foods and somebody's going to recognize you and you're going to say, Hey, and then maybe you, maybe you'll get on the challenge if you're on MTV. Okay. And that's just going to be your life. Don't, don't put on any airs that this is really going to be the launching pad for you because you know what? It's not. Okay. It's not. Um, but I'm loving Floribama Shore. I'm loving this, like, weird person that Gus has become. Weirder. The fact that this man, spoiler alert, you guys, the fact that this man (laughs) ran away from the house because he was upset that he stole Candace's hairdryer and that nobody wanted to be on his side The fact that he stole property, did not give it back, and then acted like she should be going around looking for her shit um, instead of not stealing, which would have been the better option. Um, He runs away in the middle of winter in Missoula, Montana, in what they refer to as a back thong. If you guys don't know what a back thong is, because I don't think people outside of like, you know swamp areas of Florida use this phrase, but it's, I don't even think people wear these clothes. It's basically like a, it's, I don't think it came this way. I think this is a Gus creation. It's where you like cut a, think about like a very Southern guy who gets like a plaid shirt, a plaid button down shirt, and then they cut the sleeves off, right? 
So you, you've got like a vest sleeveless plaid shirt situation. So he's taken it even further by cutting out. It's almost like a vest, like a, like a vest that you would wear in a suit where like the back is a little bit shaped out where it's literally just like all the fabric it would be going. If he puts it on up his spine and then across the chest, if you know what I mean, <laughs> it's, about six inch, 16 inches worth of fabric. So he runs away in a back thong, jorts, <laughs> and some chucks. Nobody can find him. Production can't find him. They go on a search. They're calling the authorities, practically filing a missing, missing persons report. They find him in a convenience store. Okay? <laughs> Hours hours later this man is completely unhinged nobody likes him and nobody should he is very strange i highly recommend you guys watch floribama shore and also seeking sister wife holy shit you guys i had never watched it for those of you because i know that like a lot of you guys listen to different episodes i don't expect any of you guys to listen to all my episodes right over on my tlc i do tlc wednesdays you guys flooded me with questions of, are you watching Seeking Sister Wife? Have you seen that show? Why aren't you watching it? Will you watch it? Please, Kara, watch the show. I heard your calls. I heard their requests. I watched the show, you guys. I watched... I have not watched season... I'm, I'm just starting from season three. So I watched the first two episodes and... Wow. 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 Um, this is a mess. This is giving me the mess. The mess alarm is going off in my head, much like it did when I got my eyes on love after lockup. And the first time I watched 90 day fiance, it is a true disaster. If you guys are familiar with sister wives, I There was never a time where I got, like, horny vibes from them. There was never a second where I thought these women are involved with one another, that there's any sort of, like, group sex or polyamory happening with every couple on Seeking Sister Wife, even though they say they're not interested. I'm getting extreme horny vibes from every single couple except for one. There is one man that I thought that maybe the woman, maybe his wife had a speech impediment. I didn't know what was happening because I'm like, she's saying Derek wrong. Why does she keep saying Derek wrong? And then his name popped up on the screen and I find out his name is Garrick. G-A-R-R-I-C-K. Garrick. The man looks like Joel Osteen. Okay. And he has this wife who is just like... If you've watched The Shining, like the last part where Shelley Duvall is just like a ball of insecurities and she's just like limp-wristedly trying to like, you know, slash at at Jack Nicholson with that knife. She's like, she's just like, she's gone through it. She is at the end of her fucking rope. She has nothing left to give. That is Garrick's wife. The woman needs therapy. She it is actually very dark and very sad to watch this woman 
go through with this polygamy knowing damn well she does not want to be a polygamist. She does not want to have a sister wife. She does not want to do this. She is like, she and Garrick have been together since high school. And you can just tell like she never had any ounce of self-esteem. She is constantly folding into herself. It's just like her insecurities emanate off screen. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to watch this woman who's just like, well, I guess my life is just going to be shitty and that this is all I deserve. It's wild. It's wild, you guys. And it only gets worse. It only gets worse. There's a couple that I call the Ashes. I think they're called the Snowdens. They're trying to find this woman from South Africa and have her be the sister wife. There's a man who's shaped like a minion who keeps referring to himself as a king and his sister wives as queens. Um, I've never heard the husband refer to his wives as sister wives. I don't think that's how that works. Um, anyway, every couple's trash and I will be watching and I will be recapping on Wednesdays. So if you're looking for something new to watch in the reality TV realm, catch up on sister wives. You guys, it will give you everything you need. Okay. Um, that's it. You guys, I'm going to do, I'm going to keep it short this week with that. You're going to hear the rest of the episode is going to be a recap of the latest episode of Summer House with my girl. You know where you love her. At Mainly Bravo, aka Raven. Um, Check it out. Have a great week. Catch you later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you. Bye. Hey guys, back again with another recap of the latest episode of Summer House. Join with me is... That bitch, I probably should have asked you if I should call you a bitch before I, you know, did this, but <laughs> here we are. Um, it's Raven from the incredible Instagram account, Mainly Bravo. Hi, Raven. Hi. And of course you can call me that bitch. I love that. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? No complaints. No complaints. You know, just riding high. I don't know about you, but like, Summer House is really appointment television for me now. And so anytime that I get to get my eyes on it or talk about it, it's like a blessing. 100%. It's just so good. I get it's really like the only show I feel really excited about watching currently. Yeah, they've got it all figured out. I think the way they're handling COVID is perfect. I think it's really going to like set the tone for how other um shows especially on bravo handle covid and all of that and so i just love it it's perfection could not agree more <laughs> so let's talk about the episode um we start off at de-accelerating from this fight that happened at the end of the episode um <laughs> everybody's trying to break up the fight it's like the cast members it's uh production luke and carl and kyle are all screaming at each other carl's like fuck this i'm going back to bed but kyle's still screaming he is screaming that luke is a piece of a shit and he needs to go chop some fucking wood dude <laughs> don't you love the way men fight with each other yes it's so stupid <laughs> Go I, chop the wood. Oh, yes. Good work, Kyle. That's right. He should go chop his wood. <laughs> he's been waiting to he's been waiting with that in the chamber for quite some time, I can tell. 
Absolutely. waiting to say that about him. Um, Carl's like, you know, he's still a little bit drunk, but he's like, you know, even though I'm fucked up right now, I'm still like, I'm over this. And then we get some like Blair Witch style with production of Luke outside and he's pissed and he's like talking about Carl's not himself that night. And yeah, it's just, it's just really wild. What did you think about this fight? It was crazy to me. Like I felt like, (laughs) why did it escalate? So like so quickly into that level, I'm like, did I miss something? You know what I mean? Like, why are y'all about to fight? Is it just because you're drunk? Like what's going on? Cause like, when Luke went outside, he he was, like, kind of okay. And then I feel like he talked to the producers or something. And then he just, like, got all amped up, like, all over again. And I was like, what did y'all say to him? Like, what is going on? Even right. the girls are kind of confused. Like, wait a minute. Why are we fighting each other like this now? Like, what? Yeah, I fully agree. It's like, yeah, I feel like we're missing a lot of things about this show. Yeah. And then you see it go from like zero to a hundred, but like, did it really go to a hundred? Because to me, having somebody like slam a Coors on the ground and say, <laughs> I don't like you is not really like a terrifying moment for me, but like maybe no. I much, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, same. Cause like later on, I'm sure we'll get to it. And they were like, oh, that was really scary. I was like, this not really, but Okay. <laughs> Maybe for you. Maybe you've never seen anything like that before, but like, right. I'm not sure I believe that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danielle, he, he, like, here comes Florence Nightingale, always ready to save the day. She's like, <laughs> Carl, I can give you a hand job. It's going to be weird, but I'm willing to do it. <laughs> what a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> never in my life, like, Isn't she in love with that man who lives in her phone? Why are we offering handjobs to people, girl? Even if she wasn't in love with this man in the phone, like, why is that the first thing you're offering him? Like, you don't know, like, get him some water or, like, a little snack or, you know, like, a handjob? Okay. I don't... (laughs) Do you always offer that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, do you want, like, some bread? Maybe you'll calm down a little. Um... (laughs) Danielle is a very interesting person to me because I feel like this season was the first time she's really bloomed for me personally. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we're seeing her offer a hand job with really no provocation whatsoever, <laughs> I, it's really like my questions about Danielle is why does this clearly beautiful woman, accomplished woman, smart woman keep getting humiliated by men we've seen her do it with jordan oh god luke oh yeah i I have not recovered from the time she tried to kiss luke on new year's and he turned her down like that's embarrassing to me so embarrassing (laughs) oh my god oh it killed jesus i could not imagine i would die i would literally walk out onto a freeway and just be like end it now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now I'm I'm understanding how she finds herself in these positions because she is just like out there I'll do it and who cares what comes back to me <laughs> but it's like you don't have to do that babe like <laughs> stop stop maybe it's a fetish and we shouldn't kink shame you know oh, maybe so maybe so <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Amanda's got this all figured out. She's like, this is like a dick measuring contest. Like, Car- Kyle and Luke were going into it. And then here comes Kyle saying, like, he's got the biggest dick. Or Carl saying he's got the biggest dick of all. And it's like, yeah, that's really hot, actually. And you're right. Um, <laughs> I Are you, like, one of these people... And by one of these people, I'm including myself in this, that is attracted to Carl. Does he do anything for you? Do any he of does them? now. He yeah. didn't before. Like, literally, yeah. I actually hated him. So that <laughs> had to do with it, too. But, like, he just looks so good now. Like, the beard is necessary for me. It's like, vital to the process. Like, yeah. When he shaved it off, I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> how fast is it going to come back? Because <laughs> I don't like this. But I will say, he looks better clean-shaven than Luke does. Oh, yeah. Luke Luke definitely requires a beard, but, like, not a raggedy one. I mean, looks yeah. better than clean-shaven, but, like, can you clean that up a little bit? Yeah, he needs to be on, like, 5 o'clock shadow at any given moment. That's yeah. where he's his most powerful, I think. Absolutely. Um, do you, how do you feel about Kyle this season? I'm really liking him. I don't know what is happening in the world. I can't believe it. But like with each episode, even this, even when he was like having his shit going on with Hannah, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, Kyle is like, I'm on Kyle's side. What? <laughs> but I am. I don't know. And I think like how he is with Amanda, their relationship and everything seems to be going really well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really enjoying him. What about you? I'm really enjoying him too. And I'm wondering if maybe Kyle and Amanda have uh, involved themselves in like heavy couples therapy because the way they communicate with each other and their like conflict resolution skills are like really something like it seems like they've invested their money into. Yeah, definitely. Which I love that. Good for them. Good for them. Um, Yeah. Oh gosh. What happens after this? Paige says that she doesn't want Luke in that house anymore. And I don't know what she's so upset about. She just doesn't like him. Yeah. Like, I like Paige. <laughs> I like her or whatever. But that part was like, okay, girl. You've just been looking for a reason. You never liked him. You're like, see, everybody, I told you he was a piece of shit. You, nobody listens to me. He needs to be gone. It's like, that's not going to happen. That's <laughs> not. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I, I also have a question with you about Paige and Hannah. Mm-hmm. So given the things that happen, like both on the show where Hannah's like rallying the troops against Luke and off the show where we see her like being really defensive about the timeline with Luke and all of that do you 
wonder like I do if Paige feels like she kind of hitched her wagon to the wrong pony with the yeah. giggly squad and stuff. Yep. And now she's stuck. I mean, she's not stuck, but you know what I mean? It's like she has to see this through. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's I want to know how Paige like really feels about Hannah's behavior this season. Like yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. You think she's out of line and like is she not getting on your nerves? Like she, at all, and they're always together. Like, get out of my bed. What are you <laughs> like? You don't want some alone time? It like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, why does Paige have to like? Paige is trying to take a nap here, and you're pulling your nipple out. Like, go to a different room. You literally have your own room. You guys don't have to do this. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's <so> weird. <laughs> it's really weird. No. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> Um, Hannah's talking about how she's scared and Sierra starts channeling Maya Angelou and is like, you know what, when somebody shows you who you are, believe it the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I go back and forth about Sierra. What are what do you feel? Um, I'm fine with her. I don't like okay, because I feel like she's getting a lot of hate. And mm-hmm. I'm not fully understanding that. I don't love that she is, like, giving Hannah so much attention. But, like, aside from that, I feel like it's fine. I feel like she saw how Luke was moving as far as it, you know, goes with Hannah. And she didn't like it. And that's when she was like, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm checking out. Like, that's enough. But I feel like people aren't giving her, like, enough credit as far as being, like, Hannah's manipulating her. Like, whatever. And, like, how could she be so mean to Luke? Like, what? (laughs) <laughs> what is this Luke like I, this Luke sympathy is beyond me like I don't get it how do you feel about her since you're back and forth <laughs> well I, I guess I'm not back and forth might be too dramatic because I there's never right. been a point where I've disliked her mm-hmm. but I do think she I I wish there was a world in which Hannah hadn't like sunk her teeth into her or her claws into her so much yeah say that like Hannah's manipulating her but I do think that like the situation between Hannah and Luke obviously heavily influenced her opinions on Luke oh, really um and that sucks but it's not like I don't dislike her for it I just wish that I just don't want Hannah to be there really yeah <laughs> Hannah I don't know it's like girl are you okay like I do not <laughs> recognize her this season like what are you going through why are right. you acting like this <laughs> This is not you, or is it? Because if it is, that's terrifying. Or is it? That's the real question. I mean, who is the real Hannah? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't want to find out. Um, <laughs> Luke says that, like, you know, everybody's coming for me. Like, why are Carl and Kyle coming for me over how I treat women? Like, look at how they've behaved in the past. They have no right to be saying this. And... He packs his shit up with production, like, in tow, and he says he doesn't think he's coming back to the house. I'm thinking, yeah, you're, of course you're going back to the house. (laughs) Right. This is just, like, one of those, like, bad girls club moments, you know? You got to go to the hotel, cool off a little bit. (laughs) We'll deal with it tomorrow. You're coming back, okay? (laughs) Lindsay says the boys are going to be boys, and, you know, when testosterone is in the play, like, they're going to flare at each other. And then... I think everybody was like, wow, okay, this makes so much sense because Lindsay reveals that she was in ROTC in high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course she was. 
The way she flung Kyle. Wow. (laughs) It really makes all the sense. It's like something you would never think of. But once she tells you, it's like, yeah, okay, of course. Of course you are. Yep, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) She put him into a proper headlock and was like, no, no, no. It was amazing (laughs) because before, like, remember when um, Amanda was trying to, like, pull Kyle back by, like, his shorts and I was like, girl, what are you doing? You can't stop him. He's like a grown man who, like, works out, you know? And then when I saw Lindsay, I was like, girl, what are you? Oh, oh, you got him. Okay, (laughs) shut me up. All right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So then Lindsay goes into Carl's bedroom and she's like, he starts talking about how all this is too much and, you know, he's dealing with the issues with the passing of his brother and he wants to go home. And then he calls his dad and it's just so sad, like talking about how his mom was telling him that she's angry and now he's angry and, Mm -hmm. you know, he just wants his brother back. And I just like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really sad. And I, I really commend him for everything. All the growth. Oh my god, yeah. And I wouldn't be able to stay in... I wouldn't have come back to that house. I wouldn't be able to deal with their bullshit. So I think he's doing a great job. Like, you're allowed to blow up, okay? Yeah, all things considered, he's... You know, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, So then Paige remembers that she has a boyfriend, right? (laughs) And she calls him, and they're... She's telling him about the fight that happened, and... Then, you know, she hangs up with him and she tells Hannah, like, oh, that was exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) She hates him so much. She does not like Perry at all. She's like, oh, he's complaining about not being able to, like, talk to me as much. But he's just going to have to suck it up. (laughs) It's like, love that. need to break up. (laughs) As a single woman who knows, like, what the dating scene is like in New York, the fact that Paige realizes that she has, like, Perry on paper, like he could be a total racist douchebag. I'm just going by what we see. <laughs> uh-huh. He is a good looking mm-hmm. guy. He owns a successful business or three. He, you know, like he's at his age, like for whatever age he is, like late 30s, early 40s, that man mm-hmm. is like top of the heap, you know? Absolutely. Because after yes. that you get like Tom Diagostinos of the world, you know? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So when I see her like just acting like she's so exhausted by this man, I'm like, just give him to me. I will take him. Honestly, I will pass him on. I could be Mrs. Pizza. I love that for you. I love it for me too. Um it's it's wild and I, I keep trying to order from his place but it's too far from me so oh. he wants to hook me up perry if you hear me i'll come down if you want to have a little one-on-one chat okay oh uh, my god manifesting <laughs> <laughs> ask believe receive i've been trying That's... to do it with uh leah's ex rob oh my god we'll see we'll we'll, we'll see um that's that as well come on <laughs> i i'm <laughs> do them all i'll do them both um (laughs) so now we're at the next day it's sunday morning everybody's waking up and we hear Lindsay telling danielle that she is late her period is late she had sex with stravi right before he left and 
she's nervous. So she decides okay. to order a pregnancy test. This was like, you know, I, I hate moments like this because we all know that she's not pregnant. Right. <laughs> it never <laughs> like, was. Yeah. Why are we doing a let's break the commercial uh, cliffhanger here? Like, we know she's not pregnant, but okay. She's being called for. Yeah. <laughs> There's no suspense. Like, but okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> um, Carl wakes up. He looks like a very sad Mennonite. And <laughs> he starts talking about, like, you know, he, he was disappointed in himself for drinking and he's been wanting to drink since his brother passed away. And, but that just brings everything bad out for him. And, you know, he says, like, I don't want to do this stuff. I don't want to lash out at my friends. I'm not trying to get in fights with people. Um, oh, I should say that he did earlier say that he would make a necklace out of Luke's hair and then sell it back to him. Excuse me, sell it back to his dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, that sounds scary. Oh my God. And Kyle, too, was like, I keep my friends close and my lumberjacks farther yeah. away. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Kyle really hitting us with some nonsensical bangers. And oh, I appreciate okay. it for that. <laughs> um but yeah so then amanda and kyle start talking about the fight and this is like again more therapizing where they're like working it out and amanda is being like a very good girlfriend or not girlfriend fiance partner if you will and saying you know if kai if uh, luke is gonna be like nice you have to be nice too like that wasn't just luke you were responsible for what happened just as much as he is true she's a good woman she really is yes uh i feel like she's like 26 or 27 something like that good for her good for her yeah she's great i mean i truly did not see this coming like she was really like we're starting off at the some creep i'll meet you at one o'clock in the morning so you can bang me for 30 seconds shit and (laughs) you know here they are having simultaneous orgasms and deeply in love allegedly yeah i never thought we were gonna see her again after that 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 little booty call moment i was like wow okay right gosh the world moves in really strange ways um so hannah then facetimes des and i'm just like as much as i don't want to talk about des or hannah or hannah and des the fact that she like is continuing to try and manipulate des and like almost make him jealous yeah and he is not for he's like what why do you keep talking about this guy to me like stop it what are you doing hannah again what are you going through bitch like are you okay (laughs) is this it's weird it's like what are you yeah what are you doing because ultimately it's almost like Kristen dating james and still being obsessed with tom sandoval yes like your fil- your relationship foundation is about Luke. Like really think about that and if that's what you want. And now you're about oh. to marry the dude. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> think about it that way. That's tough. That's it's tough. tough. And it's like you're doing all of that knowing, I'm assuming, knowing that you were going to invite Des and have him come here. Like, did you want them to fight? Like what why? Like, right. like what's the goal? I don't get it. 
like if Carl puts hands on him, that's elder abuse. So it is. You know, let's think about that. Um, also, I just want to say that I'm have really good pregnancy intuition, and I think Hannah might be expecting. Really? Wait, ex- like why? You just always know when someone is pregnant. I'm I, great. I have like this very weird intuition about it, but also there were a couple pictures that I guess they're doing like Giggly Squad merch. I don't follow her. I just saw this on a screenshot on Facebook. So, um. She looked pregnant there, but also like it's she was wearing a hoodie and that could really go either way. However, I went and then on her Instagram and she was posting um stories from like a I guess like a cat rescue or some sort of pet rescue where she was volunteering. Mm-hmm. And we know that she has a very tight athletic body. Yeah. And I just felt like what I saw looked like a round belly, not like a pandemic 15 situation. Oh Did my god. Baby in there. So I'm just putting it out there. Allegedly. Do you allegedly. think that's why she didn't do a winter house? Because she's Could allegedly be. expecting, or they just don't like her anymore? Like <laughs> I mean, either one is a bad situation. But it's not good. <laughs> oh my god. I, okay. I'm just I trust you. I'll I'm going with it now. Thank Let's you. Take it Thank and run. <laughs> and that explains a private engagement because we know that they had been engaged for quite some time before they announced it right oh you're on something girl i think you I think I might be i think i might be so if something happens you guys heard it here first okay That's and right. everyone put mine exclusive mm-hmm. um so then i don't know sierra starts talking about how like she just i don't know she was talking she's talking to her friend this other friend there's so many friends that live on the phone on this so season many. <laughs> I mean, you're telling the same stories over and over again to all of these different people no right. i'm not I, doing that <laughs> i think the show is good enough that we don't need this stuff yeah i agree this I could have think- been left out because she didn't say anything like interesting or you know mind-blowing no no um so then Hannah, Sierra, and Paige start talking about how, like, Carl had been drinking the night before, and um, Hannah says, you know, we could all see what was going to go down with Carl. We could all tell that he had been drinking. We could all tell that things were turning left for him. And she points the finger at Kyle and says, you know, Paige, if you were, if you had a drinking problem and you were going down the way Carl was, I would have checked you. What do you think about I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't think so. And I mean, it's not Kyle's responsibility either. Even if, you I, know, how do you approach that? And it's like, he just lost his brother and he's going through all this stuff. Like, what are, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Because really, for all intents and purposes, like, Carl was fine. Yeah. He was having a good time and then something turned. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like his MO and people are used to it, but I, I don't know. I just thought that that was a lot to put on Kyle. Yeah, that, I didn't like that. That was unfair. Yeah. Even though Kyle did kind of put that on himself. Sort yeah. Of. I don't know. I just felt weird about that. Um, but yeah, Kyle says, you know, like, I am somebody who provokes people and I should not have provoked the both of them. Like, I feel like I stirred it up. Which is fair, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so 
uh then amanda you know another good woman they're out by the pool and amanda's saying you know i'm not going to judge luke for him blowing up because i've had moments where i've been pissed off and none of you guys judge me for it so like i'm not gonna do that to him yeah that was nice and i was like that's true honestly (laughs) i think all of them have so (laughs) we all just need to be like okay like you know what it happens and it happened to you last night it's cool let's move on Yeah, like it truly, like you said, like it doesn't have to be a real world moment where we all have like a house meeting and we vote on who leaves and then there has to be this big like speech done. It it doesn't have to get to that point. Um, I love how Lindsay was like, I'm not saying shit because all you bitches do is twist things around. Last time I tried to defend Luke, y'all said that we were fucking. So Mm -hmm. I'm keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I love Lindsay. I love her. says I'm taking the target off my back, laying it down, and you guys can shoot it on the ground if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Kyle and Carl call Luke. They decide to have a talk. This was like such a like white man business meeting of an apology. <laughs> uh, I got Carl on the line here. <laughs> okay. Um so then Luke says in a confessional, you know, like, I'm really disappointed that all my friends would treat me like that. Do you feel like Luke was ganged up on? Uh, not really. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm like, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. Because it's like, okay, he was talking to Sierra initially. And then, you know, Carl started saying his shit. And then Kyle definitely jumped in there. He didn't have to do that at all. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but did were the girls saying stuff or were they just kind of standing around like after a while I was like was everybody coming at you I don't know I guess maybe he felt like because the girls had come to Lindsay about them allegedly sleeping together that maybe that was part of it yeah I guess Paige and Amanda did ask him did he fuck Lindsay (laughs) and he's like what are you talking but I don't know if that's, like, coming for somebody. No, I think that was, like, annoying and, like, stupid. But I don't know. I don't think he was ganged up on. Yeah. That's uh, a long answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Lindsay's pregnancy test arrives. And, you know, they're doing the, like, would you have the baby if you're pregnant? And Lindsay's like, yeah. I, duh, Danielle. That's literally all I've been talking about since I entered this house. You know I want to have a baby. Stupid. literally um, in the plan did you not look at it <laughs> like what are you talking about bitch like we yes all that paper girl yeah yeah um so then she starts talking about like god i why do you feel about strabby because i feel like people really like him i just I feel like you know, i'm not impressed and no. i don't think Lindsay even liked him i think no. he just was there and he was like you you know what you'll do you'll fit into the plan i just need yeah. a guy <laughs> you yeah. know like yes. nice enough. Mm-hmm. No, I'm totally like, not with impressed. You. He doesn't seem like it's like Lindsay. Did you even enjoy him? I just don't see her with like him and his personality and like everything. You know? Yeah. What kind of guy do you see for Lindsay? Um, I know we already went down this road, but I wouldn't hate it if they did again, like Carl. Yeah. You know, I, I like-, like have some fun. And, you know, but then, like, be serious when they need to. And he's, like, working through his stuff. He's in, like, a better place. Well, kind of a better place than the last summer, at least. Um, yeah. So I would like to see that. I would. 
I I don't hate that either. Um, Troy of the Dunzo podcast said that he likes to see he would like to see Sierra and Carl and. I don't disagree with him, but it also hurt my feelings because I felt like if he was going to pick a black woman, it should have been me. <laughs> Honestly, same. Like, okay, so <laughs> you like black girls? Got it. Uh, <laughs> let me just send you a little DM here. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them hook up, but like, I want him with Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so then the girls are talking about shaving your buttholes. Do we want to get into this? <laughs> the shit that they talk about and the fact that hannah like squatted down like to like show kyle this is how you do it i was like you didn't have to do all of that (laughs) you did not um yeah that was the conversation that i would like to personally table but thank you thank you thank you um then so Outside, Sierra's trying to help Kyle pick out, like, the perfect Instagram for the lover boy. And she picked out the perfect one because Carl's abs were popping. He looked beautiful. I don't even remember what Kyle looked like, but Carl looked great. <laughs> Kyle looks, you know what, if you're, if you're sitting next to Carl, like, I'm not going to look at you. I yeah. see your abs, but, like, uh, <laughs> Carl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a man. A real man. Um. <laughs> Then Sierra starts to adjust her bra top, and Kyle's like, uh, I have a question. Dying to know. Are your boobs real? And when she reveals that they are, he goes, hot tamale. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, what? Is Amanda right there? I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, Amanda in all of this? Inappropriate. No. So inappropriate. Thank God Paige calls it out. She's like, Kyle literally just got into a fight with Luke about how he treats women, and the next day he woke up and chose hypocrisy. So. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> turned around. <and> did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so then we see Lindsay on the phone with her dad. Another floral arrangement from Stravi. I want to see his credit card receipts. Like, how much? How much is he spending on these flowers? It's got to be at a thousand point. Yeah, because I feel like this is like multiple times a week. I don't think it's just once a week. And they're not little arrangements either. They're not. And they're coming from the Hamptons. So that means they're already upcharging you probably $20 more than you would anywhere else. I mean, send something else. Yeah. I am not like a flower girl. Like, I, (laughs) they're beautiful, obviously, but like, I don't know. Part of me feels like they're kind of lazy. Like, do you want to get creative? You're trying to get me back, right? Do something else. Totally agree. I totally agree. I think if you're going to go the flower route, you have to do a strategy. Like, if you're going to flower bomb me, I, like, either just give me a bunch at once and keep it pushing and let's move on to the next thing or, like, I don't really know what the other options would be. But I just feel like you're right. It's lazy. Yeah, it's like he's got him scheduled. He's like, yes, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, send the flowers to Lindsay. Right. <laughs> like, what? Just charge my account. I'll pay you back later. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
so Lindsay starts opening up more about her dad because we all knew that like her mom left when she was young and her dad was really the one who took care of her but then she tells us that after college or during college they kind of fell out because he wasn't interested in how wild she had gotten something I would like to know more I, about yeah <laughs> like what who did yeah. get wild in college like damn what were you doing what was she like, doing dad like you just gonna drop her like that yeah it feels very extreme um but she says they're closer than ever now so whatever we saw some um boat footage of her dancing and honestly when they showed stravi i thought that was like her little brother or something (laughs) (laughs) it it really (laughs) um so then luke calls kyle and he tells him like i'm at the end of the driveway let's just talk privately um halfway down the driveway kyle takes a pee break and then he zips his dick into his shorts why are you concerned concerned about his bladder health because yeah like why didn't you go before you went out like why is he always peeing outside (laughs) that house is right there like the time he was doing it off the porch like just go inside what are you doing he's like a like a puppy that needs to be like fixed like yeah he's his territory all over the place and we get it kyle we got it yeah stop it Uh, so they get together and luke starts by saying like i don't want to argue with you i'm just here to hear you out and they basically they make up Kyle admits that he should not have provoked the situation. He shouldn't have stirred the pot. Luke, he also says, like, I, um, you know, I feel sometimes like I need to fight other people's battles when really this was something between you and Hannah and Sierra. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. This is probably one of the more mature um, conversations we've seen between two men, two straight guys anyway. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, okay, Kyle, that's right, because you literally, that had nothing to do with you. Yeah. (laughs) You brought your drunk ass in the middle of it, like, for what? (laughs) For what? Like, couldn't you have been playing in that playground of Loverboy boxes and left everybody alone? (laughs) Not the playground. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he have a jump gym of boxes? It's wild to me. You guys want to talk about how the distribution is bad? Look, you've got 700 boxes of Loverboy. You literally have all of it there. (laughs) Sell that. Jesus. (laughs) Um, So inside the house, Sierra sits down with Carl and she's like, are you okay? And he's obviously very upset. He says he feels bad about what he did. He has some anxiety about it. And, you know... Sarah says she feels bad because she feels like the whole fight started because of the situation between her and Luke. And then Carl says, you know, I've been taking a lot of big steps in my life and I'm also realizing that there are probably things that are going on with Luke that he's not talking about. And like, I should be more sensitive to that. And that was very sexy to me. Me too. I was like, wow, I need to be more like that. (laughs) Right. And a man at that, a straight man. (laughs) He's like, you know what? There's probably something else going on there. So let me just try and... Wow. (laughs) It gives me tingles just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So then Carl and Luke go out on the balcony. And Luke says, you know, that night was hard for him because 
he saw a side of Carl that he doesn't like. And then Carl basically says, I saw a side of you that I didn't like, but like neither of us deserve to have gotten into a fight like that. And Luke starts to touch on the issues with his family and he's sort of been saying it in confessionals all season about how there was just a lot of yelling and we know that he went back to Minnesota at some point over the um, pandemic or the quarantine. So obviously something has been triggered within him. Yeah. Um, he goes into, they make up, he goes into the bathroom, he talks to his sister and says like, I'm just going to tell, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to have a talk with the whole house. And meanwhile, Paige gets a text from Perry. He's pissed because they don't talk. He's like, I only get a few texts from you a day. And I feel like we're not in a relationship. And yeah, she's like, he can fucking suck it up. I'm not going to call his ass. Loser. <laughs> like, Paige, you're supposed to want to talk to your boyfriend. Like, just get rid of him. <laughs> it's you don't want that man. Right. It's one thing to, like, not like him but it's another to be like you're basically a pussy for having feelings get over it yeah like girl <laughs> girl what what is going through? oh my god meanwhile the poor guy's looking at zillow for like beautiful condos that you don't have to pay for in miami like, he thinks he's building a whole life with you he wants to move Perry. to miami for, for free i know he's not going to charge her rent no way They're a beautiful beachfront condo on South Beach, like gorgeous. She can take all the Instagram pictures that she wants. And, and here's like, she, <laughs> Oh my God, me. leave me alone. <laughs> oh. She's wild, dude. She's absolutely wild. I don't understand. Uh, I don't either. So everybody sits down. I don't, what is their deal with playing restaurants? I mean, I know that they don't have much to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> They do love to play restaurant. I don't know. I I'm love it and all that. I'm just not. Okay. I mean, the bacon wrap dates on a just on a platter. That's a lot. Well, they're just making more work for them. Like that's an extra dish to wash. Y'all already right. have issues with the cleaning and everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't we just leave it over here, buffet style? Come get your food. We'll sit down and eat it. Like, who are you trying to impress? Right. I don't care. Lindsay and Danielle are literally trying to figure out the timing of like when they should bring the appetizers out and mm. they're strategizing. And I'm like, girl, get up and get these bacon wrap dates yourself. Like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, so, okay. So everything's awkward when everybody sits down and Paige is like, okay, Luke, are you fine? Because you don't, you look like you've been crying. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling it out. Thanks. Yeah. Nothing more less embarrassing than somebody being like, have you been crying? You look upset. Are you okay? Are right. you okay? Just, like start. Well, let me start crying again. I was trying to be okay, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so then Luke goes into the whole speech. He talks about his family, how he grew up in a house of anger and people throwing things people screaming and he says you know what's normal for you guys is not normal for me I have a lot of anger inside of me I really try not to let that out I really try to work on that but it does come out and I'm like ashamed of myself I you know there are seven people coming at me and I exploded 
and I'm fucked up. And like I said, like he said in a confessional that when he went back to home to Minnesota, it was basically just like he was when he was a kid. They were screaming. They were arguing. It was really tense. It triggered him. And then, you know, Amanda, good woman again, is like, I really appreciate how vulnerable you're being. I think it's a really hard thing to do. I'm acknowledging you. I see you and I appreciate it. Yeah, that, that was so nice. It was really nice. It was the opposite of what Paige did. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. So Kyle says, you know, because we're not going back to the city, it's kind of a pressure cooker. And this kind of made me wonder because earlier, Sierra, when she was on her on the phone with her friend that lives in the phone, she was saying, like, we as a country have been going through enough shit, like just a slight little nod to what's happening in summer of 2020. Yeah. Would you have wished that they had spoken about that? Or do you think that conversation with like Danielle and Sierra earlier about their hair, do you think that's, that was like productions nod to let's talk about racial issues? Yeah. I would have liked to have heard them talk about it some more. Yeah. Um, Cause I think, well, you never know. Right. I shouldn't say, I think. They all pretty much understand, but like, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, Yeah, I wish it would have maybe later. No, (laughs) probably not. But I wish they would have touched on it some more. That would have been nice. Um, Yeah. Because I don't know how they could. Do you think the conversation just never came up like in the house at all? Or I was I was thinking about this because they went they moved into the house in August, which Mm would have been like after all the major protesting happened so maybe they just like i don't know i'm on the fence about that yeah i'm on the fence um so then luke specifically apologizes well specifically but also generally apologizes to sierra and hannah like he just says i want to apologize to you guys um (laughs) do you think that was necessary for him to do um i think that sierra needed uh an apology but i feel like it should have been like a conversation like aside from everyone else and like i need for you to be more specific with like an apology when i'm trying to receive it you know what i mean like what are you sorry Mm -hmm. for hannah that part is like (laughs) i don't even know what to make of that but, like, yeah, he should have apologized to Sierra. But, like, I need some more. Like, what are you apologizing for? Laughing yeah. at my boundaries? Or, like, what are we, like, what are we talking about here? Exactly. Yeah, it felt a little Justin Timberlake apologizing to Brittany and Janet. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. And then Let's talk about it. Yeah. And then if Sierra was like, what are you apologizing for? Then she would be an asshole, you know? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the guy's crying now and talking about like his family life so she can't but like her face kind of said that to me I was like she's over it Mm -hmm. like it does not matter like thanks for the apology but I'm still done (laughs) yeah and she says as much in a confessional like I'm I'll forgive you but I'm not gonna forget what you did to me yep and I don't blame her I'm the same way (laughs) she's been a lot nicer yeah I I love a woman's boundaries 
Yeah. I, I think that's, that's great. I don't have any, so it's nice to see. You know, <laughs> I used to not have any. Now I probably have too many. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm, I've been pivoting a lot to the left. So, you know, prayers up for any man that dates me in the future because you have a... <laughs> Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, but you can do it. It's worth it. Just stick with exactly. it. Okay. Exactly. Um, so yeah, everybody's good at this point. It's after dinner. Hannah and Paige get back in bed. Another like God. I I've been calling them um Charlie Bucket's parents from Willy Wonka. Like they're just oh. calling <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> um like girl just take a lap around the house let's get get our steps in can we there's so many other places like why are you you don't want a change of scenery you know what I'm saying I can't just sit it's one thing if that's like the only room you have in your house right and you don't Mm -hmm. really have anywhere else to go like go outside go in the living room go like (laughs) what are you doing I don't even think they have a window in that bedroom oh that would not uh uh I need some sunlight. Right. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so Paige says that like Perry stopped responding to her text messages. And then she says, I can't handle this. Like adding it on to everything else. And what is everything else, Paige? Like Literally. I don't I don't want to like besmirch your social media influencer status. Because it is a job. Oh. Like you're clearly getting paid very well. Did you see that she moved into a apartment a new apartment kind of like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. kill me nice <laughs> <But I was laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like my friends and I were talking about it and we're like god she moved to midtown why in the hell would she move so like her building is very centrally located in a way that like <sighs> like New York centrally located is kind of like a four-letter word like it's not hot to be living in those neighborhoods like touristy oh. See, I don't know. Like, she was saying she lived here and then she moved there. I was like, this doesn't mean anything to me, but, like, it looks very pretty. (laughs) Yeah. So she was living on the Upper West Side, which is, like... (sighs) Okay, to talk about, like, where the other people in Summer House live, they all live downtown. Okay. Um, Which is, like, cooler, hipper, younger. Upper Mm -hmm. West Side is, like, for the... Like, if you're like a slightly cool younger family okay like if you're like an old like if you if you decided to have kids like older but you still kind of like want to be cool like there's a lot of restaurants but there's also a lot of strollers Mm. um so now where she lives is like touristy 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 like yuck i don't know why anybody her age would live there unless you were like wanting to live near your office and you lived there like it doesn't really it's not really that hot but also it's a two-bedroom in manhattan with a washer dryer for free so like i will live there gladly just putting <laughs> i i would be happy to because that place has to be at least five grand a month oh at my least. jesus at least <laughs> so good lord page oh yeah. All right, girl. <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, where was I talking about here? Okay, so what did she do? Like, I just don't understand, like, what Perry is adding to the situation of all this stress. Like, what is happening? He just wants to talk to you. (laughs) You should be able to make time. Like, that should be a priority for you, you know, because you, like, love him. And he's, like, your partner, you know? Like, you think. You would think. Um, Danielle keeps talking to that man that lives in her phone again. And like, honestly, I really wouldn't even talk to this, uh, talk about this, except for, I guess, he's coming into the house at some point. Yeah, let's just see him then, because right now it's like, okay, we're talking about sex in the city. Cool. Yeah, I feel like we didn't see in the preview that he was coming. Like, we saw Des. Like, I feel like the trailer really heavily featured Des. No. And see, that's annoying, too. Right. <laughs> so now it's like Kyle and Amanda's two-year engagement anniversary, and Kyle's like, "Who has that?" And I'm like, "Nobody, nobody does." No, I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, and the fact that Amanda was like, "Do you have something planned?" Like, why would he have something planned? This is not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing, baby girl. But okay. <laughs> what the um, fuck? Kyle says, you know, like, even though we're on our third wedding date and third venue, we're more in love than ever. And it's like, well, that is true. So congratulate. Um, uh, so then Hannah, again, just trying to manipulate Des and be like, uh, Luke tried to tell me to slow down with you. Can you believe that? But I told him that I was sending you pictures of rings. <laughs> Hannah it's like that's not funny and why are you telling him that it's not important you don't have to tell him every little thing you know what I'm saying like why also it's not true no (laughs) not even true um Luke only wants her to slow down because he thinks it's weird that you were screaming in his face five minutes ago and now you're sending this guy rings allegedly that's why it was weird it is weird I feel like she said she was joking about the rings, but I think she actually was. Yeah. I heard her. I feel like it was on her podcast or something. I heard her say that somewhere to where I'm like, you are not joking. Oh, I know. She's got a whole folder of Halo rings. (laughs) A whole photo album. in her Halo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Um, to anyone who likes the Halo. But I don't like those. Uh, so then uh, everybody goes out to eat 
um oh des also did say like i just want to get you out of that house hannah and i'm like great do it i dare you <laughs> do it do you mean it like don't just be saying <laughs> stuff now <laughs> we need action. Uh, practice what you preach des take it take it back have you like looked at his social media or anything not really yeah if if she posts him I will go take like a quick look but I'm like I don't really care (laughs) yeah I I only looked when I found out they were dating and from what I remember his Instagram was a lot of like front-facing comedy Mm. and the joke he made was about like boobs and I'm like oh that's funny yeah <laughs> you were 57 years old Des. like give it up um announced the engagement already like i'm really still bothered by that like why wouldn't they wait until after the season or just something i don't know it just like really fucked it up for like everyone was like okay so this whole thing is bullshit cool like yeah i and the way she's trying to like clean it up now yeah no stop it girl just stop um do you think that she'll make it on to next season i don't think it's not looking good (laughs) i don't think she will um so everybody goes out to dinner and hannah and danielle start talking about their guys and they i feel like hannah asked if des could come but then Danielle told everybody that Robert's coming. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah. I like that's how it's not asking permission. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um Paige says in a confessional, like, things are about to get spicy because I'm the only one who knows the real timeline of Des and Hannah. Ooh. But I was like, are you gonna tell us though? Or are you just gonna right. say that? <laughs> right. Leave us hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So Amanda goes to the bathroom. Kyle goes and grabs some flowers. And he's, like, trying to figure out a way to hide them. Luke actually made a funny. And he was like, give the flowers to Lindsay. Amanda will just think that she got them from Stravi. It's true. It's good. (laughs) Because it's totally believable, actually. (laughs) Truly, not without the realm of of possibility. Um, Kyle does, like, a really cute speech about how much he loves Amanda. She, of course, is crying hooray for you guys happy for you um then we go back to the house stravi is broken in (laughs) (laughs) breaking and entering you can't do this (laughs) this is a legal activity that we're watching live on our television screens why is nobody calling 911 he has decided to do some sort of like 80s romantic comedy situation buying a bunch of fake tea lights in the shape of i heart you and wouldn't you guess even more flowers oh my god i hate it (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no and not the boom box too like please oh okay (laughs) heavy duty camping boom box wow and I have, to t- I have to say, like, I'm very particular about my flowers. I do not like lilies because they stink to me. Like, mm. I I don't know what it is about everybody. Like, you know how some people don't like cilantro because it tastes like soap to them? Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I have the gene where, like, lilies smell like shit to me. Like, I, I do not like the way they smell. I don't know if that's, like, a genetic thing or not, but I hate them. 
<laughs> well, I think they're like funeral flowers too. They are funeral flowers. I don't like them for that reason. <laughs> yeah, they're, me. they're sad and they smell. And <laughs> I feel like every floral arrangement that we've seen have been very heavy on the lilies, and that would have been enough for me to send a cease and desist to. <laughs> um so everybody gets home and did you think that kyle knew about stravi i don't know i was gonna ask you that because i think he did a good job of acting surprised yeah like well what is that she's like what luke with the guitar again he's starting already or whatever (laughs) and then he looks surprised so i'm like wait a minute did no like just no one knew he was coming or like i think he had to know right at least kyle Maybe maybe he texted Kyle because they seemed like they were cool. I mean, Kyle is very emotionally invested in Stravi, as that we was saw. So strange, by the way. Like, <laughs> why are you crying? I when he started crying, I was like, oh, he's like thinking about Carl again. Right. He was like, no, he just loves her so much. I was like, what? <laughs> I promise you, I have never laughed harder than at that moment when everybody realizes who he's crying about. <laughs> what? Even Amanda was like, whoa. Okay. Oh, my goodness. It absolutely killed me. So we end the episode with Lindsay on the balcony, hand on her chest, just absolutely flabbergasted that Stravi is, you know, standing in a bunch of fake tea lights. And there we go. (laughs) I want to know what song he played, first of all. (laughs) Me too. And I want to know, is she like, oh my God, I hate this. Also, what are you doing here? I didn't invite you. Yeah. Like, is she ha- like, oh my God, I just, I cannot wait to see I, how it down. I truly cannot wait. Um, people have been calling for Lindsay to move up to the Real Housewives of New York. Do you have a feeling about that? No, no, no. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, no, 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 no. Not now, at least. Absolutely not. Not now. I will say I believe more in that than I do Lala going to Beverly Hills. Oh, Oh, hell no. Right? It's an absolutely not for me. (laughs) I do not like that girl. And I I don't really care about Beverly Hills either. But like, still no. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about Jax really quick? Please, yes. Okay, because I feel like people have been, I mean, the Bravo universe has been very excited. This has been a big week for us, you guys. We all know this, right? It really has. Holy shit. Really (laughs) big. So much. Um, The big news dropped about Jax owing, what, $1.2 million in back taxes? (laughs) Mm-hmm. everybody's going wild and I feel like the only person who's like yeah duh like (laughs) well because I'm like I thought this the like this is not new or did the amount go up or what because we already knew he like owed a shit ton of money before yeah I mean and even if we didn't know we knew like this was inevitable yeah Jackson (laughs) Jackson I mean, this is as surprising as like me giving birth to a black child. Like, You're right, right? <laughs> like, yes, that's yeah, gonna happen. <laughs> um, I what I find interesting is the way he's handling this. Like, Jax is always 
it's not like the big stuff for me. It's how he handles it. And I've been fascinated with Jax more than I ever have in this like last season of Vanderpump, but also this like post Vanderpump situation, (laughs) the way he's like being Mr. Good husband and soon to be father is frightening to me. It's sick. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people think it's funny. Like, it's weird because I feel like he really is trying to be a good guy. And he's just not. He's just not a good person. Is he really trying or is he just trying to look like that? Like, I need to speak to Brittany. <laughs> to know what's going on in that house. Because I feel yeah. like it's some dark shit. And he's so annoying. That baby is coming any day. And I'm terrified for it. I am absolutely terrified i have a very good friend who was due the same week as Brittany and uh sheena (laughs) oh my god she's part of the pregnancy pact right (laughs) um but i i just feel like okay so i saw a video of Jax. somebody posted it on instagram and he was on live a few days ago and he keeps talking about like we all know how a tell when somebody's lying is that they like pull on their ear or they scratch their face or they're like fumbling or something Mm -hmm. and he kept doing that Mm -hmm. as he's talking about like oh you know i feel like i've really moved on from you know he kept saying that show like oh you can't okay okay all right i just feel like that's not my life anymore and like they can do what they want but like i've evolved and you know lol right (laughs) (laughs) really we're not really like that me and britney and like you know i just really want to move to be closer to my family and it's like do you because we all know that you don't talk to your mom Right. So what family and where do they live? What are you talking about? You just look lying. Oh, lying. You really want me to believe that you want to move back to Michigan or Florida or wherever the fuck. No, no, no. You're you're going to Kentucky or you're staying in LA like you. That's not. Yeah. I don't think Brittany's going for that. Um, no, but here's what he said. I'm just waiting for Brittany to say the word that we can move. Like he put it on Brittany. Like she's the one who wants to stay in LA. Okay. Um, then he said, and he was being like very trying to be nonchalant about it. He's like, oh yeah, you know, like I I just had like a really bad bookkeeper. And so like everything's getting figured out like everything's fine but like you know oh you know just don't trust you know make sure you find the right bookkeeper and it's like no that's not bad bookkeeping that is (laughs) avoiding paying taxes for years right because like I believe it when Robin says that but like (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't trust you like you're doing (laughs) you're being sneaky of it when you're trying to you know it's caught up to you and affecting you and your fucking wife and your kid that's about to be here oh I he's he's on the brim he's on the brim and it's it's only a matter of time I've got my eye on him oh my god wait when is the baby due uh like the end of the month or maybe early May oh my god yeah they've got like a month left or less I'm gonna have to start checking in on him I know (laughs) Cruz is on his way Cruz is on his way Okay. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. This was a real pleasure. Oh my God. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm Tell so us- happy to talk about Summer House or anything really. <laughs> yes. 
tell everybody where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, so y'all can find me at mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter, and you can check out my podcast, Bitches Better, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes. Very cute logo and artwork, by the way. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great day, girl. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.